Welcome to the Cap Gemini North America Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast. My name is Janet Pope, and I am the CSR Director for the U.S. and Canada. I look forward to engaging with each of you on diversity, digital inclusion, and sustainability challenges and initiatives. Let's lead as architects of positive futures together. Hi. I know it's been a while since we brought you any new content on our North America Corporate Social Responsibility channel. We've been having some great conversations internally in a series that we call Leading Across the Business, and we now want to take the opportunity to share some of that content with you. As Women's History Month comes to an end, we want to highlight some points from leaders at Capgemini on gender balance in the workforce and leadership. First up, We'll hear from Eve Bulkin on what this year's International Women's Day theme, Each for Equal, means to her. Let's take a listen. Each for Equal means valuing the different strengths and leadership models that women can bring, rather than defining success as their ability to replicate traditional male-oriented approaches to leadership. Next, you'll hear a great conversation that I was able to have with Natalie Koskushku Marazé about the confidence gap and gender stereotypes and really how all this plays into the roles that we think we're ready for, the roles that others think that we'll be a great fit for, and how all this potentially plays into the hiring process and other opportunities. I fully believe that there is a gender issue here. Um, we women tend to think that uh, we need to be sure that we are 100% uh, good for the job. We are ready on all the, the streams, and, and we, 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 are, we are above the target to uh, feel um, uh, legitimate enough to ask for the job. And men are often uh, the other way around. And I, I don't think there's something good or bad here. It's just cultural. It comes back to education. Um, and uh, uh, think maybe uh, they will they will improve on the role and uh, feel more legitimate to uh, apply for a role even if they are not sure they are one hundred percent ready. Um, like um, uh, probably we should reconcile the two approaches, <laughs> let's say. Uh, but certainly we women should. Um, uh, not think a little less about am I legitimate and a little more about um, can I do that and, and grow while doing that and, and uh, uh, eventually uh, hit uh, the target even if I don't even in fact even if I don't if I haven't done it yet because sometimes it comes to I haven't done it yet so how can I, could I do it well the research shows that uh, men will apply for the position if they meet 60 percent of the uh, criteria. So you were mentioning, you know, telling your friend if she meets 90, 95%. Um, the research shows that men will apply for that same job if they believe they meet 60% of the criteria. So it is, it's, it's truly a, a difference between um, our own perceptions of ourselves across the different genders. Uh, one other thing to just add to this is there is some recent research that was shared in the MD Anderson presentation in Houston for International Women's Day that actually got into the fact that they have had interviews where men and women 
say exactly the same thing and answering the questions, and both men and women rate the women lower in terms of whether they believe that they can perform in the job. So let me just repeat that one more time to make sure everybody understood what I said. So they have interviews, and they're actors and actresses, and they repeat exactly the same words in response to the interview questions, line by line, word for word, and men and women both rate the women who are saying exactly the same answer as the men lower for the job positions. So we all need to pay attention um, to bias that we that we have. Christine Hodgson joined us to walk us through her 10 C's of leadership. Here she emphasizes the importance of her ninth C, concentrate, which is focused on being present. When we're at work, we need to prioritize work. When we're at home, we need to prioritize home. And she really talks about how everyone struggles with this. My whole life I've worked in male-dominated environments and I've never actually felt like in any way it's been a problem for me. So I feel like I've been very, very lucky. I, I would say one of the hardest things is juggling being a mum and being a leader to be able to, to but that's frankly that's I don't think it could be exactly the same for men um, I think you know I was uh, lucky enough to become a mum when I was 42 years old and you know it's been fantastic joy in my life um, but when I was doing some of the roles that I've been given, which involved traveling an awful lot, um, you know, when I look back now, that was incredibly tough. I mean, I was my the SBU that I was running was Northwest Europe, and I was getting up at sort of 4:30 in the morning, flying to Holland. I was coming back at night so I could hold my baby and flying back to Belgium the next day or France the next day. I mean, it was, and I look back and I think, you know, with hindsight. One of the hardest things is 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 just getting that right, and I know, frankly, it's the same for all of us. So I'm not um, I'm not saying it's any different. In fact, in many ways, when you're a leader, one of the advantages that you have is that you are a little bit more in command of your own time than people who are still trying to make their way up the organisation. But I I think that that one of the best lessons that it taught me was this that that number nine C, the concentrate about the mm -hmm. time. Because I became really obsessed about how I use my time and um, and not thinking that evenings were something that I could just catch up on work because I had to sort of tell myself, no evenings are to be with my to be with my son. And so really making sure that the time I was in the office, I was present and it was really valuable, but then I could be at home with my son. So I think yeah. that's been the hardest thing. It's been the, the parenting and um, and work. And I as I say, I think it's the same for everybody. Let's hear from Rupa Bandekar on making tough choices to integrate work and life as a mom by finding what works for you. So it's not about, you know, women cannot have it all. I think it is, uh, it's about making better choices and uh, not feeling the pressure uh, that, you know, you're by yourself in this journey. And the second time around, like I said, I've got to, you know, Thankfully, I'm very grateful that I had the second chance to be a better mother. I did not do those things. When I had my daughter, I had to reevaluate my choices. 
I was, uh, you know, I either had to travel extensively or I was looking at the option of relocating. And my son was 12 at the time in middle school. And, you know, it would have been devastating for him to relocate and I would be with an infant and, you know, whatever. So for a short period of time, I actually re-leveled one level down to be a senior manager that would allow me the flexibility to be local for the le- for about a year or so. And then, you know, within a couple of years, I went through the same process of, you know, that everybody would go through but came back to becoming a managing director. So I think it's it's a very personal choice you make. Never feel the need to compromise, but know that there is help if, you know, if you enjoy doing what you're doing. I think it's important to find options before you decide, you know, whether you can move forward or not. One of the things that comes up fairly often when we talk about gender balance and leadership and women in leadership is the concept of the glass ceiling. And this is essentially the fact that women face barriers that are sometimes systemic, definitely behavior, sometimes related to process and bias and other things that we have in our organizations that limit women's ability to become C-suite executives or leaders in organizations as they're working through their career journeys and opportunities. I wanted to wrap this up with Carmel Gilmore's perspective on the glass ceiling. I think the most important thing for everybody to realize is I never really believed in a glass ceiling. It might be there, you know, the chances are it is. Um, but I just refuse to believe in it because if I believe in it, it exists. So if I don't believe in it, 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 I'll never give up, right? I'll always keep striving. Thanks for tuning in and listening to our executives across North America share their opinions and perspectives on gender balance and leadership. We'd like to continue to engage you in this series, and we hope you keep listening. Thank you to all the executives that participated. Oh, wow. It seems like we've come to the end of another Cap Gemini North America Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast. Again, I'm Janet Pope. And on behalf of the entire North America CSR team, I'd like to thank you for listening. If there's a specific topic on diversity, digital inclusion, or environmental sustainability that you'd like us to cover, please comment in the podcast channel. We want to hear from you.